We have a listener request from longtime podcast subscriber, Sean. He asked, how can you use your existing skills to pivot to new job opportunities? Let's unpack that in detail in today's episode. Powerful Job Pivots to New Opportunities. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell, and this is episode 43, Powerful Job Pivots to New Opportunities. I want to thank one of our longtime podcast subscribers, Sean, for suggesting today's topic. Recently, I've seen an increase in the Resume Masterclass students that have come through, and it's due to job loss or pending job losses. A recent student, David, was no exception. He needed to quickly get his resume current. Additionally, he wanted to avoid the most common pitfalls that cause resume rejection and that could cause his resume to not get a second look after the initial scan. We'll talk more about David and his challenges in a moment. In another discussion, one local banker told me she was concerned about her job and unsure how to find another position. Her exact words, I've been a bank teller for over 20 years. This is all I know. She went on to limit and compartmentalize her experience and worse yet, her value. I briefly shared with her that was closed-minded thinking and she should consider turning it around. I told her, you've got 20 plus years experience. Break it out into bite-sized pieces. Where could your wealth of experience and knowledge take you? For today's episode, we're going to reference David's situation and share his story of transformation. He's also one of my Resume Masterclass students, as I mentioned. But first, I want to thank David for allowing me to share about his difficult situation and the powerful pivoting process he went through. Like the bank teller we discussed earlier, he also had more than 20 years of experience, but his was in business finance. Unfortunately, he had been given notice that in four weeks, his position would be eliminated. It's another effect of the global pandemic and downsizing due to cost savings. He shared that he valiantly applied for numerous open positions within his company. His goal was never to be out of work and simply to transfer to another internal position. He also initiated a backup plan as the clock ticked down but he admitted this was something he struggled with. He struggled with building a resume for the outside world. Let's pause for a moment on that. This is a very common occurrence. All you have to do is recall the bank teller's words. This is all I know. I've seen this dozens of times over the years, and it typically occurs with people who have held the same job for a lengthy time. It also happens when people transfer roles, sometimes laterally, and even via promotion. In a lateral move, their position or title may change, but they don't always recognize their new or different job responsibilities or tasks. Often, they don't give themselves credit for the expanding responsibilities or increased workload. In another example, let's say you stay in the same group, department, or line of work, and earn a promotion to team lead, supervisor, or manager. 
all too often we fail to recognize and give ourselves credit on our resume for earning that promotion, which many times comes with increased responsibilities and leadership. In both cases, these new tasks or responsibilities should be turned into benefits on your resume that signal, hire me. I hope you caught the specific word I used, benefit. That's vitally important when it comes to your resume. More on that later. Switching back to David's situation, even feedback from one of his recruiters confirmed what he was having trouble with. His resume was filled with too much internal jargon. The recruiter explained the language on his resume didn't translate into currently searched keywords or available job posting requirements. Here's the good news. We worked through that. The process included cleaning up his resume format and structure so it was clean and crisp. When finished, his resume had been through a transformation. It boasted attractive white space, and his structure and content positioned him strongly right from the start. By the way, you can grab your own copy of my free download that covers this and a lot more at craigansell.com forward slash land your dream job. That's one word land your dream job. I'll put a link to it in the show notes too. So let's break down some of what we did. One recruiter gave David a heads up. He indicated his oldest position and associated job tasks were more in line with some of today's available positions. This meant David needed to pivot both mentally and literally. We needed to change up his resume and his interviewing plan as he approached the outside job world. Typically, your most recent experience is the focal point of your resume. It's what recruiters, hiring managers, and human resource professionals look at when it comes to experience. This makes sense. It's what you're doing currently or did most recently. Your experience and value adders are typically strongest here. So it naturally makes sense that the focus should be placed here. By the way, if you're currently out of work and unsure how to handle this job gap on your resume, don't worry. Go back and listen to episode 42, titled, How to Handle Unemployment Gaps. I give you some tips there how to update your resume and confidently handle the discussion during an interview. We kept his job history in reverse chronological order and found a way to pull his older work experience up front and make it the focal point of his value proposition. It took some hard work and digging deep into his experience. We started with his first resume draft, which was three pages. Besides being too long, it suffered from several common issues. For example, just like a good picture that has a strong frame to accent it, so too must your resume. The frame we're talking about is the margin spacing on your resume. Adequate spacing is critical. Otherwise, your resume can be an eyesore and overwhelming to read. When you clean up your resume, you should reduce the word count and list only what is most valuable and relevant to your targeted job. This makes it a lot easier for the reader to find what they're looking for. Don't bury your content and make it hard to find. Recruiters and hiring managers aren't going to spend the effort if it's difficult to locate the content. When it comes to lists, there's usually nothing wrong with using bullets. Bullets are generally used to make content easier to read and even stand out a bit. There's a risk, though, with overuse. In fact, 
You may have heard the following phrase when it comes to giving presentations, and it's called death by bullet. Unfortunately, many resumes that have come across my desk suffer from this, and his was no exception. Both the bullet count and text length should be limited. Stick with the bullet choice and do not deviate. In his example, check marks were used for the current job position, then square bullets for the remaining. I asked, and he said that it was intentional to highlight his current role. Also, something I caution about and coach in my resume masterclass is bullet count and text length. I said earlier, bullets are meant to highlight content and make it stand out. If used correctly, they break the flow of the text as they're typically indented and provide some added white space. By the way, this is one of the two resume sections most people have the most trouble with, and this is the work history. All too often, job tasks or duties are listed. I've even seen entire job descriptions from a company manual or human resource booklet listed. Further, bullets are more effective with shorter text. All too often, job descriptions, bulleted content grows from long phrases to even multiple sentences. I think this is because typically people write the way they talk. So writing sentences is more common. It's almost unnatural to write your bullets in phrase form. I mentioned earlier this is one of the two most troubling areas on a resume. The other area is the summary section, highlight statement, and or branding statement. The challenges for both these areas are closely related and thus the reason for the difficulty. In both cases, you need to talk about yourself and sell yourself. If your resume doesn't properly convey your value proposition, your sales pitch, so to speak, you're not likely to get a callback and your resume could land on the discard pile. So how did David's resume come out? I asked him if he was very pleased with the structure, word choice, and clarity. He responded with a confident, resounding yes. He agreed to remove the low or no value added bullet content. The bullets that remained were no longer lists of tasks or duties, but powerfully showed his achievements and benefits. This will strongly answer future employers' questions such as with him, what's in it for me, and why should I hire you? Using that earlier critical feedback from a recruiter, we focused on his oldest job history and pulled out maximum value. From there, we wordsmithed his highlight statement and core competency section by aligning with keywords. Here's a bonus tip. Sometimes it's easier to describe your job history first. When you do, remember to focus on your accomplishments and benefits. This process can actually build your confidence and strengthen your memory before you write your highlight, summary, or branding statement. So in closing, let's recap. Be aware of and watch out for closed-minded thinking. It can really shut you down. The creative brainstorming process won't even get started. Hey, you can check out episode 27, which takes a different look at closed-minded thinking in the workplace. Don't forget to go back and listen to that. Transformations can come from powerful job pivots, and it will open up your eyes to new opportunities. Just take your background, education, and experience, and break it down into bite-sized pieces. 
After you know what you've done, you can find ways to write it out positively, showing your specific value. However, if you're still struggling with pulling your experience and background out of your head and getting it onto paper, there's help. And if you've recently suffered a job loss or are looking to transition into a new role and need resume help, I've got you covered. I have my new resume masterclass. You get lifetime access so you can come back time and time again. It'll allow you to create, update, or even redesign your resume. And this is especially helpful if you, as your career grows and as your career path may change. There are six online video modules that are power-packed and full of information. I won't waste your time with long, boring stories. I get right into the process, and I walk you through step-by-step. Each module is about 15 minutes. I take out all the guesswork and remove it so that you can focus on you and your resume and your next job. So I recommend you check it out today at rmcenroll.com. That's rmcenroll.com today. I want to thank Sean once again, our longtime podcast listener, for recommending today's episode. We'd love to hear from you too on social media at Craig Ansel, or you can email me directly at craig at craigansell.com. Finally, check out the show notes for the links on today's content, and you can also visit our website, craigansell.com, for some additional podcast information and details on today's show. For the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, this is Craig Ansell wishing you peace.